Aw, Ray. You brought your dog Margarita with you today. I did. I thought she could join us on our stroll through downtown Hartford, Connecticut. It's so is, is she a golden? No, she's a lab Pyrenees mix. Okay. All right. Well, hey, she's adorable, no question. And loyal to the end, I bet. Oh, she's a great dog. So sweet. Always there to greet you when you come home. Well, I'm glad you brought her because today we're chasing the story of another dog over here by Hartford Hospital. Yeah, this hospital complex is huge. Yeah, yeah. There are hospital buildings all around us. So we're heading for the main entrance on Seymour Street. All right, I don't think I can go inside with the dog. Yeah, no need. Uh, we're actually going to stay outside okay. today. Uh, our destination is just right over there. Oh, that's cute. There's a black statue of a dog about the size of a lab, pretty similar in size to Margarita here. So that's Rover, a dog who waited outside of the hospital for his owner forever. Hey, I'm Jeff Belanger, and welcome to episode 314 of the New England Legends podcast. Ray, I think we missed it last week, but we've been at this for six years now, so happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Jeff. And thanks to everyone for joining us on our mission to chronicle every legend in New England, one story at a time, for six years. Six years. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcast because we don't want you to miss a thing. And if you'd post a review for us, we'd be most grateful. A perfect birthday gift. There you go. Uh, six reviews for six years. Sure. How about that? Review often. <laughs> Those reviews do help us rise in a crowded sea of podcasts. So we'll chase this dog rover and his story right after this quick word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap? Read a book? Or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash P60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on, and if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp.com slash P60. There's a link for it on today's program guide. Okay, this life-size dog statue is really cute. There's no question about that. Yeah, it is cute. But it looks a little odd sitting out here by the window. It's not the kind of statue you'd see at any other hospital. It's not that prominent either. It's just sitting there. Most people walking in and out of the hospital hardly seem to notice it. Yeah, I agree. There's not much to this little oddity. But the story behind it is profound enough that the statue exists. And to find out how it got here, 
Let's head back to 1973 and visit the hospital. It's early September of 1973 here in downtown Hartford. Richard Nixon is president of the United States. Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye is number one in music. The American economy is in tough shape. Inflation is rising. There's a gas shortage and people are struggling. It's a stressful time. Yeah, and Hartford Hospital is busy. I mean, I'm not sure how much of a factor the economy is playing on how busy the hospital is, but there's people coming and going here today. There's pregnant women racing in to deliver. There's kids with broken bones and cuts that need stitches and all kinds of other folks coming for tests and other illnesses. That's the way of hospitals. That is. Uh, Oh, hey, check it out. There's a man about to walk into the hospital with his dog. Well, I know they don't allow pets inside. Wait out here, Rover. I'll be back soon. Wow, what a good dog. The pooch just sat down right near the door while his owner walked inside. An hour passes, and Rover hasn't moved from his spot. He's lying there, patiently waiting. A few passers-by have patted his head, which he seems to like well enough, but the dog doesn't move. Oh, look, his owner's coming out now. Come on, Rover. Let's go home. (coughs) That really is something. The dog sat here the whole time without a leash. He didn't move. It's now the second week of September, a Tuesday afternoon. Patients and visitors come and go through Hartford Hospital's main entrance. And look, here comes the man and his dog once again. I'll be back soon, Rover. You stay. Just like last week, Rover sits there quietly by the hospital door. Some people walking by pat his head. Some kids try to get the dog to play with them, but Rover stays put like he was told. One person even tries to bribe the dog with food, but Rover is stoic. That looks like his owner's coming back out. Good boy, Rover. Let's go. This scene replays again a week later. The man comes for tests. Stay, Rover. Then leaves an hour or so later. Good boy, Rover. Let's go. Another week, another visit. Rover is becoming a fixture in front of the hospital. I'm not sure what's wrong with Rover's owner, but he's been inside longer than usual. Uh, I hope he's okay. night falls. The dog's owner has been inside all afternoon. He's never taken this long before. Some hospital staff come outside to try to lure Rover away from the building, but the dog refuses to budge. Even when rain begins to fall, Rover stays put. A hospital worker just came outside to offer the dog a bite of his sandwich. Rover takes a nibble, but then returns to his place, waiting for his owner to return. All night long, the dog waits. Obviously, something is very wrong with his owner inside. It's now the following morning. Hospital staff marvel at how loyal Rover is to his owner. The staff try to get the dog to come away from the door for food or to play with them, but Rover won't have it. The dog lays there with a sad face, waiting for his owner to return. And that brings us back to today. So this story was told and retold so many times that Hartford Hospital decided to erect a statue of Rover. Ray, go ahead and read the plaque on the other side of the glass. Okay. Uh, It says, Hartford Hospital's more than 160-year history includes the story of Rover, a dog who was completely devoted to his master. The story goes that a patient who made frequent visits to the hospital for treatments would leave his dog outside to wait. No matter how long the patient was away, the dog would never budge from his post, despite encouraging words from staff members who would attempt to pet and play with him. Rover loyally and patiently waited in front of the hospital for his master to emerge. Rover represents love, devotion, and commitment. 
Hartford Hospital keeps this legend alive by keeping a statue of Rover at the main hospital entrance, as well as at our Education Resource Center. Rover represents our own devotion and commitment to our patients, their families, and our community. So basically, even the sign acknowledges that we don't really know much about the facts behind this legend, and there probably was a dog. And what are the chances the dog's name was Rover? Kind of cliche, right? And we don't even know who the actual patient was. But you see the statue in the sign, and you can imagine what that must have looked like at some point in the past. A dog waiting for his owner out of love and devotion. So this legend is almost identical to a story in Japan of Hachiko the dog. Hachiko was a Japanese Akita dog who lived from 1923 to 1935. His owner was a professor at Tokyo Imperial University who brought the dog to live with him in the city. The dog met his owner every day at Shibuya Station after work without fail. And this continued until May 21st, 1925, when Hachiko's owner died of a cerebral hemorrhage while at work. But for the next 10 years, the dog went to the station every day to wait for his owner to return. Today, there's a statue of Hachiko in Tokyo. His statue and story are a monument to loyalty and service. I mean, if only people could be as good as dogs, right? (laughs) You know, (laughs) even Rover here. I mean, he's the idea of pure loyalty. It's a reminder to us to be as good as we can be, especially when it comes to the care of our loved ones. Do you think your dog, Margarita, would wait for you like that, Ray? Oh, I'm sure she would, wouldn't you, Margarita? Hey, Margarita, come back! (laughs) There you go. And that takes us to After the Legend, where we explore this week's episode a little deeper and sometimes veer off course. After the Legend is brought to you by our mighty, mighty Patreon patrons. This incredible group of humans financially supports us and supports the content they love. They help us keep the lights on and the motor running. You tip the person who makes you coffee, you tip your bartenders. We're hoping you'll consider tipping your buddies who bring you strange new stories each and every week. It's just three bucks per month, and for that, you get early ad-free access to new episodes, plus bonus episodes and content that no one else gets to hear. Just head over to patreon.com slash Legends to sign up. And if you'd like to see some pictures of the Rover statue at Hartford Hospital, click on the link in our episode description or head to our website and click on episode 314. My goodness, what a cute little story. Did you have dogs growing up? No, I'm allergic. Oh, that's so sad. You haven't grown out of that? No, I, I'm not too bad. Um, yeah. You know, if I take Claritin or whatever, I can it's hang in there. It's not worth it. Right. It would be, yeah. I, I, after, after enough hours, I will start to like sneeze and then tear up and then have trouble breathing. Yeah. You know, it takes a while, but yeah, I couldn't have a dog. That's a bummer. It is. I would love one. Bird. Birds. I have a you bird. Have birds, right? I have a cockatiel. Cats? Ziggy, Ziggy Stardust. I'm Ever? allergic to cats too. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it doesn't seem to bother you. Well, Margarita doesn't come downstairs. No, but where we are, but I'm not here long enough for it That's to start true. to kick in. But, uh, but I had Margar- dogs. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was, but I was saying Margarita's beautiful dog. Oh, she's yeah. wonderful. And yeah. well, I grew up with dogs sporadically mm-hmm. until, and then we had, we had a dog for about 10 years when I was younger. And then when I left home, she was still there. Um, but then my, most of my adult life, no dogs until two years ago when we got Margarita because the kids wanted one. Yeah. And now she's, it's amazing how they become part of the family. Sure. You can't imagine. And the same with our cats, of mm-hmm. course. But you, you, I guess you set yourself up me. to lose cats. What? Do you love the dog more? <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually. won't tell your cat. No, I, I won't don't. tell your cat. I love my cats. The okay. cats are amazing. All right. Um, and we've lost a few cats. Sure. I think it's harder probably to lose a dog, but I guess it depends on what kind of person you are, cat or dog person. It, it's hard to lose anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I think you expect it with an outdoor cat. Like Cats come when you call. They're just waiting, panting when you walk in at the end of a long day. <laughs> well, that so is the difference. All right. No, but they our, don't do that. But our cats do. 
They they kind of do. Okay. I mean, but you know, when they choose not to, they choose not to. Right. Um, Margarita is excited. Like I'll go to the into the bathroom. I'll come out a minute and a half later, and she's excited to see me. Wow. Oh my god, you, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> Peekaboo with her is just so much fun. It never gets old. Like, where'd you go? Oh, yeah. you're back. Oh, where'd you go? And they're loyal. You're right. Yeah. They're loyal, and you know that when you have people over. Yeah, you know, okay. she'll look to you for like, is this okay? Is this person yeah. cool? Do I need to bite someone? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's a, she's a great dog. You hear, we've heard other stories too of um, like someone passes away and the dog just plops down. Yeah, the I've grave, heard that. Yep. You know, um, when uh, my mother's, one of her closest friends was dying from breast cancer and it became obvious at some point that this was, she was not going to recover. Mm. She had two goldens, beautiful dogs. Yep. And she insisted, told everybody around her multiple times, when I pass you must allow the dogs into the room with me because she was dying at home from hospice. Yeah. You know, she said, you must, must, must allow the dogs into the room so they can sniff me, so they can see that I'm gone and so that they understand why they're not going to see me anymore. Wow. That, that they will, they, she believes, and I think there's probably a lot of truth to it. They will understand, oh, she's passed away. Don't go waiting for her to come home and being sad that she's right. not going to come play with us anymore and on the flip side of that there are hospitals that have cats in it and if a cat roams into a room chances yeah. are you might die like that's that's right. a thing i guess yeah because i'm like, allergic oh, ray cat- yeah right <laughs> i was here for stitches <laughs> oh no, god I've, I've heard stories never about dogs dogs are there to comfort but when that cat goes into your room that's a sign that you're gonna die <laughs> i picture like the hospital dog like is in the room and then the cat walks in he's like oh <laughs> my shift's uh, up i guess i'll go where, where i can be helpful right yeah. <laughs> sorry buddy woof i'm uh, i'm going to the next room maybe they have a chance yeah uh all yours there kitty but i've heard stories like this before yeah um, yeah i don't think i don't think margarita would sit still if i walked into a building and just said you stay right here she'd be like she we're, we're in a city food i smell food Where's somewhere hot dogs <laughs> yeah, yeah right Ooh, a hot dog truck uh no uh, i love that but but the but the japanese story that that's a big story in Japan. There's yeah. a statue there, and it's just the idea of loyalty and, and fealty, you know, to your your master and so on. That's funny. There's I was uh, at Myst- in Mystic, Connecticut, and there's a famous runner, and he has a store down there, mm-hmm. and outside is a statue of him and his dog. And the whole point of it was this dog ran with him every day, oh, right to the end. Yeah, he was that loyal. Right, right, yeah. No, dogs are amazing. There's no question. And um, uh, I was watching a thing with Neil deGrasse Tyson. He was yeah. talking about how they've only been domesticated for like, I, I mean, it's a long time now, but yeah. like 30,000 years or something. But uh, it's that they're wolves, right? And it's, right. it started where some wolves sort of were hanging around where humans were because they learned like, these folks are messy and they leave a That's lot of where the food. food is. Yeah. There's, there's a lot yeah. of food that they don't eat that yeah. we, that would, we would love. And so uh, some of those wolves were a little more gentle than the others and kept hanging around yep. and then sort of said, all right, I can pay for a free meal. I'll hang with you. Yep. And then they had children and those animals became more familiar with humans and so on and so on. And very quickly, the dog was domesticated. And th- this is pretty wild. Dogs have more muscles in their face than a lot of other animals mm. because they're very expressive, as you know. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like they can be like, you can tell when they're confused, yep. when they're happy, when they're sad, when they're hungry. You know, like they have they have such expressive faces, which is probably another reason we bond with them so closely because mm. they're, they're pretty amazing. Um, so anyway, so at Hartford Hospital, uh, the Rover story was was prominent enough that there's, uh, it, it, he, he appears again and again throughout the hospital. There was an article I, I clipped here from 1986 in the Hartford Current um, this is not true anymore. I've, I've since verified that. But um, so if you were in the hospital, Hartford Hospital in 1986, and you ever heard over the loudspeaker calling Dr. Rover, calling Dr. Rover, 
um, that means there's a there's there's an alarm and it's code. It oh, was no code kidding. for the staff, not for you, the patient. Uh, but there was code for the wow. staff that um, that if it was repeated a certain amount of times, there could be like a bomb drill, or there could be a fire alarm, or there could be some sort of emergency uh, that was um, that was kind of like a code red mm. because they don't they don't you don't want they don't want to be in the hospital and hear like code red code red security everybody <laughs> race yeah. right away down to the first floor and you're there in a hospital bed unable to get up yeah. Um, and so they've, they've done away with that, by the way, because I saw an article that's uh, in more recent times that said, no, we're just more direct now. Like there's a test of this. Please don't be alarmed or whatever. So instead of Dr. Rover, um, you know, they've, they've just got to, they've just got a little more straightforwardness. But, but Rover, Rover's there um, right out front if you want to see him. A little statue, life-size, so you could easily walk right by, not even notice it. Mm. Looks about the or size. Or walk of, by, pet him, thinking he's real. Right, and be like, ooh, that dog's... That was weird. He's cold. Yeah, yeah. cold. cold and, yeah, very, very hard, but, um, but a cute little story. If you've got a strange story in New England you think we should check out, please reach out to us anytime through our website. Don't assume we've heard it all before. We love collecting strange tales of ghosts, monsters, roadside oddities, true crime, and just the plain weird. And please tell your friends about the show. Great stories are worth sharing. We'd like to thank Marvin Anderson for lending his voice acting talents this week. Thank you to our sponsors. Thanks so much to our Patreon patrons. And our theme music is by John Judd. Until next time, remember, the bizarre is much closer than you think.